0: personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: Hi, my name is Robert Lamb, and this is The Monster Fact a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind, focusing in on mythical creatures, ideas, and monsters in time. The gleam of my scarlet hair mingles with the reflection of the great sands. I breathe through my nostrils the terror of solitudes. I spit forth plague. I devour armies when they venture into the desert. My claws are twisted like screws, my teeth shaped like saws, and my curving tail bristles with darts, which I cast to right and left, before and behind. See! See! These are the words of the manticore, as related in Gustave Flaubert's 1874 dramatic poem The Temptation of Saint Anthony. The monster itself, however, is no mere French literary creation. It emerges from the pages and dreamscapes of antiquity and beyond. By virtue of its depictions and mythic riddles, the Sphinx tends to enjoy far greater fame among fantastic lion-human hybrids. But the manticore is even more fabulous in form. While it does possess the body of a lion and the head of a man, it also boasts a tail of fan spikes that may be launched at its adversaries like venomous missiles. The monster's face makes it even more chimerical, not perfectly human, but colored a deep red, and possessing a cavernous maw full of interlocking teeth that Pliny the Elder compared to those of a comb. The Roman Pliny was citing the work of earlier Greek physician Cetesius, who would have lived in Anatolia, now part of Turkey, during the 5th century BCE. He also states that the creature's cry is like that of a flute and a trumpet combined, and that above all else, it craves the taste of human flesh. While the manticore's popularity in Western traditions and in the Christian church would span centuries, the creature's origins seem to date back to ancient Mesopotamia, perhaps as a distortion of the Persian mardkora, meaning manslayer. Noted scholar Dorothea McEwen also pointed to some of the similarities between the manticore and the Ethiopian Sebitat, a human-headed lion with serpents for tails. It lacks only the teeth in its resemblance to the manticore. And to be sure, plenty points to Ethiopian origins for the manticore as well. However, many sources speak of the manticore as a creature of ultimate Persian origins, but the manticore itself seems rather unconcerned with such distinctions. All human beings are equal in its eyes, creatures worthy of mockery, hunting, and ravenous consumption. Thanks to my son, Sebastian, for suggesting this episode uh, as he was uh, reading through the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Monster Manual with me and had some questions about this fabulous creature. Tune in to additional episodes of The Monster Fact each week. As always, you can email us at contact at stufftoblowyourmind.com.